0: Again, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Inside the Shank, a podcast dedicated to uh, the Shaw Shank Redemption, the staged virtual version that is being produced and performed by Shakespeare Virtual Theater Company uh, coming this summer. My name is Jake Lewis. I am your host. I am the show's director. And with me today, we have a very funny man a very talented man and that's why he has such a uh, a key role in the show it is george smith how you doing today george
1: oh jake i'm doing great i I don't know how i can uh, how i can live up to that uh that intro man i didn't you can do it Meet of the month club and you know Next week will be next month be like pork chops or something.
0: (laughs) Well, I believe in you, George. Now, George, you and I have worked together in the past. George took on the difficult role last summer for our company of Hercule Poirot, the famed Agatha Christie Belgian detective, and I thought he did a swell job at that. So I knew uh, this role would be in capable in capable hands. It almost sounded like I said "incapable hands," and I wanted to make sure that. I cleared that up right away. Well,
1: living up to my strengths,
0: probably there too. Sure. Sure. I understand. I like how humble you are, George. It's very nice. Uh, But George takes on the role of Shawshank prison guard, Mert Entwistle, uh, who, well, you know, instead of, instead of me saying it, George, how would you describe Mert in your own words? Oh, Mert,
1: Mert, Mert wants to be more than he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, He, uh, he looks up, uh, uh, to everybody around, I think he likes that control element, but he's, he's he is a little bit of a weenie,
0: yeah. You know? That's a good way to put it. And so, so you're perfect for it, right? No, I'm yeah, just
1: absolutely. Again, playing on my strengths, you know.
0: <laughs> what I find is interesting about the casting, it just and it just worked out this way is that the gentleman who plays the main prison guard, Brian Hadley, mm-hmm. who most people remember as being you know pretty brutal in the movie, he is a I think it's fair to say a, a slightly younger guy than you is. Would you agree with that statement? Oh yeah. I I
1: I'd agree with that. Uh, I think uh, I know I've had my 29th birthday two times, so I'm, I'm doing pretty good there. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, you don't look a day over 29. So that surprises <laughs> me, but, but anyway, you being the senior of the two uh, prison guards, it's uh, I think an interesting dynamic about how he has the upper hand with you. Now you've worked with him before, Uh, He'll be on this podcast in a little while. What's it like to work either with him uh, or maybe any other actors or just working in general on a virtual production where you can't, you know, share the stage with them? You can't really play off of them more than what you can see on the screen. What's that like for you as an actor?
1: you know, it's incredibly difficult. You really have to stretch. And what you really end up doing is creating in your mind's eye, this this universe that uh, with all these people around you and interacting with you. So they're really, all in your brain, they're very, very close to you. But mm-hmm. the energy and the, and the talent that we have, uh, Uh, that are in in the even in the zoom presence it's just uh you just get to feed off that you get to and and hopefully contribute back as much as you get
0: now as i said your your character is a prison guard he's not the you know the most awful of the two prison guards as far as that goes what is it about this character that you like can you think of anything
1: that he, he he's a nice guy he really is a nice
0: guy and he
1: and he's nice to you know like Brooksy and, and you know a number of the a number of the convicts but you know when uh when he's around uh you know uh, when Hadley or or Stamos you know the, the warden is around mm-hmm. uh he, he he all of a sudden just t- takes it up to a mean level so I like the range that I have to <laughs> uh, to go through that and not to mention it's Just practicing my, you know, main accent because I go to Bangor and you know we eat farm potatoes. So
0: (laughs) that's getting better, George. It's getting better. Working on it, man. We're still in the. Gonna have a little
1: Belgian mixed in with it too. Maybe,
0: maybe, yeah. You know, you never know where Hercule Poirot might pop up. Is there anything about this production that uh, you think having it being done virtually will make it? Easier for an actor to do, or for you to do, or just something that might be a little bit interesting than if this play were to be done in the traditional sense of on a stage with the audience right in front of you.
1: What you really get an opportunity to do in the virtual environment is really focus on the faces that are in front of you and their expressions. Mm-hmm. Now I have a uh, like a 34 inch monitor in front of me, so when when oh. you get some of the you know some of the cons that are darker in nature, and you see the expression on their face kinda of, it kind of puts a little fear into you at, at times but i will say uh it's it's easier to interact that way rather than being twenty four feet away on the other side of a stage you know and having to having to block it uh, so that you know it's it's more interesting for what you're doing. So the, the easier part is the blocking is very simple, you know, but the harder part is uh, like you said putting in the minds on
0: When you, uh, you know, because you've had a little bit of time to to think about this character and Mm -hmm. it's 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 a process, obviously. But um, do you see like um, some famous actor that you're envisioning as you try to, you know, fill in this role or are there any and is there anything you do that helps you kind of figure out more who this guy is and, you know, like where he's coming from and all and. Sort of like the the whole Stanislavski method thing. Is there any of that that goes into, not maybe not just this role, but any role you do?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I I try to get an amalgam and uh, you know I try to combine a lot of different roles. But what I was doing uh, when I found out I had the role was going back to a lot of these nineteen. 40s, 50s movies, mm-hmm. and seeing the character actors and, and how they uh, how they portray different different mannerisms and different uh, situations, oh, and that wow. helped out a lot. So putting you know that that type of uh, that type of you know brain set around it and saying you know this isn't don't do George, but do yeah. what you know what basically this character is about, and that, and that helped a lot uh, to absorb that.
0: That makes sense. That, that totally makes sense. Do you have any, when we get, when you get to a show, uh, like the performance of it, even in, let's call it the old days where, you know, it would be on a stage before an audience. Are there any rituals that you do before you go on or, uh, leading up to a performance? Yeah.
1: Yeah. There, there is one. I like when I was, uh, I was playing
0: the, uh, the hermit
1: in, uh, young Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. So when you, when I, when I donned all that, I go through this little ritual of of pushing myself aside and and going into that character. And before I go on, I say, I say usually two, two words in a prayer, uh, you know, two little tiny, tiny prayers. Uh, One is God, please make me better than I am. (laughs) And the, and the other one is, please don't let me screw up.
0: (laughs) Those are good ones. Those are good
1: ones. Those are usually my, my, my big ritual,
0: right? And uh, the and the last show that we did, as I mentioned, was uh, the Hercule Poirot, the Christie mystery uh, that was done as uh, a as a radio play uh, yeah. rather than what this is going to be, which is more obviously like a, more like a movie, I would mm-hmm. say, because it is virtual. Are there different strategies you've used depending upon the, the format like you did for that one versus this one?
1: I, I think there are different strategies because now what you have to do is, uh, you, you have the luxury in, in more of that uh, radio plays of just working off of photographs and, and quick shots that you take. Now, uh, what I you have to practice a lot more. I find myself in the mirror when I'm shaving in the morning, looking out there and go, you know, uh, how would I, you know, how would I be, you know, f- fearful when when i'm yelled at or or how do i recoil back into myself so i seem i find myself doing a lot more facial expressions
0: and i'm sure your wife is like what is he doing what is going on with this guy oh yeah she's uh uh, or she used to it maybe
1: yeah she's a wonderful one she produces uh, plays herself but but when she sees me uh you know, or hears me doing some of this, she sometimes peeks in the room just to make sure that I'm okay, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sure, sure. Uh, For the last question, George, I like to save this for the end. I ask everybody uh, everybody this question. I would like you, if you're comfortable with it, to call out someone by name who will hopefully be listening to this interview. Call them out by name to get a ticket to this show. Who is going to be the lucky person that is going to be treated to an evening of theater? Who are you going to put on the spot?
1: Well, you know what? Outside of my family, naturally, I want them in. I, I'd have to say that I would have to go with everybody I work with.
0: <laughs> everybody?
1: Yeah. that's, that? that's like a Karen co- Murray, Mickey, all these people that uh, okay. that uh, I really go with. But uh, I'll, I'll, a couple of people that inspire me to be better would be like Frank Andreano and Tony Copas, their family. They They encourage me whenever I do these as well. Awesome.
0: Awesome. All right, Frank, then. I'm I'm look I'm gonna be looking for your uh, ticket purchase there. All right, well, George, as always, it's been a pleasure. If I could talk to you for an hour, I would because and and anybody should because this guy will keep you in stitches. Not the not the violent like sewing up a wound stitches, but stitches like uh, you know making you laugh. He's a funny guy. He's a great guy, and it's always a pleasure to work with you, George. Thanks for being here. Same here,
1: Jake. I can't tell you how privileged I uh, I was when I got the call and. Uh... And, and the opportunity to work with you and, and the rest of the uh the cast uh, I, I i'm truly getting the better part of that deal and oh shucks. little irish italian guy who just likes potatoes and keep putting tomato sauce on them it's a treat for me you're
0: fulfilling that stereotype george very nice <laughs> all right my friend we will talk to you again soon and for all those listeners out there thank you for tuning in once again we'll be back uh soon with an, yet another installment of this lovely podcast another member of the Shawshank Redemption cast. And of course you can get tickets to it starting on June 1st at jakespearevtc.com slash Shawshank. Oh yeah. Thanks again, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks Jake.